on today's glossary, we're going to speak of uh, a pair of words, me too. It's a, a cultural phenomenon which is having a very real impact, even though it might be pretty easy to, to work out in a sense. Gian's here, though, to help us unwrap it. Good morning, Alex. And um, me too. It's actually literally means to follow or do the same thing. Um, and so a lot of the brands in the market these days are actually trying out this strategy. And a lot of the cases... Me Too products are called similar goods or copycat goods. And so on one hand, this is praised for keeping the number one brand in check so that it doesn't actually become a complete monopoly and that it provides companies to pursue various marketing activities under this kind of competition for a good product. On the other hand, it sort of seems fairly shameless. <laughs> exactly. And uh, the other side of the coin is that these Me Too brands don't put in any kind of R&D investments to develop new products. They simply just benefit from copying the hard work of others, churning out the new products really easily. So they're criticized for being unethical. Um, in addition, with similar products flooding the market, it undermines the profitability of the companies. And there are cases in which these number one brands actually lose competitiveness um, compared to those Me Too brands due to price competition, and this therefore leads to market destruction. Yeah, I, I mean, this also mm. dampens down the entrepreneurial spirit that yes. might otherwise be flourishing because you might have a great idea, but you think, well, unless I've got the resources to really develop take advantage mm -hmm. and develop it, I'm just going to get squeezed out of the market exactly. the second anyone else thinks, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, It's down to us as consumers though mm -hmm. to 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 govern this in a relatively free Probably, market. Probably, yes, because of uh, the price issues that are so sensitive in the market. Um, well, also, you know, to recognize what's original and what's the best. Mm -hmm. The problem is if someone copies you and does it better. <laughs> yes, uh, they might actually think that the copycat version is the original, which is why a lot of the brands actually lose competitiveness as well. And then this leads to lawsuits. Yes, that's right. Um, the problem is quite severe in the cosmetics and skincare industry mm. these days. Uh, due to the fast-changing nature of the industry, the problem is becoming worse and worse. Some of the original brands are drawing up lawsuits with the Me Too brands. These lawsuits in the cosmetics and skincare industry, it's unprecedented because there was a culture of just kind of letting it go and just recognizing that copying uh, was, was normal in mm. the cosmetics industry. But now this shows how competitive this industry has become and how the awareness related to patents and um, IP is being re reinforced. Last July, Tony Moly, which is a cosmetics brand, took legal measures against the Sim, which is another brand, saying that they copied the design and ingredients used in one of its um, best-selling hand cream products. And last May, the Sim also raised doubts related to Tony Moly's um, gel product that Tony Moly thought that it wasn't a copycat, but the Sam also thought that it was. So this drew attention from the industry um, because the lawsuits were so unprecedented. There was another brand, uh, Cleo's Korea, which had a best-selling product. It's a good example of this brand trying to block any copying from the get-go. Now, with the popularity of the product, four companies had copied exactly how it looked like, the ingredients, 
ingredients and the design, moving on to mass production, and the original brand dealt a blow because it wasn't such a big brand compared to others. Mm. And so ultimately, the brand engaged in a legal battle with the four companies and won last July. This has been the same case with another brand, with Hera. They have their own type of foundation. Um, It's a cushion type. So a lot of the copy versions were flooding the market. And so Amore Pacific had also filed a patent lawsuit against LG Household and Healthcare related to this cushion product. LG won the first lawsuit, but then in the second round, the court held up the opinion of Amore Pacific. Mm. And such legal battles are a stark contrast, as I mentioned, to what had been previously seen in the cosmetics industry in the past. It's almost reminiscent of what's been happening with Apple and Samsung, but it seems like some industries are not created equal and uh, Mm -hmm. are not considered to have the same intellectual property rights Mm -hmm. as others. Uh, The food industry is where we can perhaps touch on in that regard. The most representative case is the snacks related to honey butter. Um, I think that uh, this was a sensation last year. And noodles, instant noodles as well. Um, Honey butter series was a huge hit last year and similar products have followed ever since. Mm. Um, In the alcohol industry as well, there have been hits with fruit-flavored sojus which also brought about a wave of copycats. And the thicker type of jajangmyeon instant noodles that have been a trend as well. Um, One company came out with this kind of thicker type of instant noodles. They resemble the noodles that you see in Chinese restaurants, offline Chinese restaurants, and a whole range of brands followed suit because it was such a hit. Yeah, and it can be tougher when Mm -hmm. you're talking about classic ingredients to to own that. Mm But, um, well, you just have to try and do it better than anyone else. I'd like to see if there's uh, a correlation between insulin sensitivity in this country and the honey butter trend. Maybe. <laughs> or cholesterol or whatever else. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. Thank Cho you, Alex. with today's glossary.